Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to episode 257 of the Weekly Exchange. It's a slow news week this week, but we managed to find news about Astra Exodus, Total War Three Kingdoms, AI War 2, and Nate goes on a long rant about something. So stay tuned. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Nate. Glad to be here. How you been, man? I'm doing okay. I'm doing right. How about yourself? I'm doing well. I'm looking over this news list here, and there's not much to talk about this week, is there? I don't know. It feels like the middle of the summer type of news day. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's you know, it's weird because I was looking through and I was trying to find stuff for the news article on Friday, and we're mm-hmm. recording this on Saturday, right? Yeah, Saturday. And I remember trying yeah. to find stuff to put up there last yesterday, and I just couldn't. There wasn't much to put up there, so. It does not surprise me that we're having fewer articles here even. And then we have a couple things we want to talk about at the end. So maybe a little bit of a little bit more time to talk about what we're playing and stuff like that. Okay. Sounds good. Well, let me just kind of launch into it then. So Thea 2 had the long awaited Pangea update. And within a short period of time, there was a hot fix based on a few things that were found. And there was an additional update post hot fix, which addressed a few more things, but in short, one of the major features that people were asking for that they really missed from the first game was having a a giant landmass. But in Thea 2, you have different biomes, and people were complaining that, oh, you know, you're having to travel all over this world and all these biomes. doesn't make sense. We want one landmass. We don't want to deal with the stuff. So Muha listened, and they put together this update And within it, they're giving us a major continent, like massive continent with all of the biomes. And there's, there's, there's a sense to it. Lava right next door to fire with nothing. uh, I mean, lava next door to the ice realm without anything or like the four realms of the elf without anything in between. So there's a transition in there that makes sense. And the resources are better spread out now. And like you have, one of the major things that they did in this update is uh, improve the frequency and the variety of random spawns and also to make sure that early on you don't have spawns that are too powerful coming on the board because if they do, they're very quickly party wiped. So that's one one of the major things that the second thing that's also major, again, based on feedback is uh, various additions to the minimap. Now, uh, they're showing quest locations. They're showing, if you're playing co-op, they'll show where other groups are, uh, monster groups and things like that, all kinds of improvements. Now, personally, I think there's still one major improvement that I'd like to see, be it on the mini map or on the main map with the Fog of War, and that is 
I don't want to know what the continent looks like from the beginning. I'd rather if it was covered by fog of war. And I think that it might be getting worked on or it might come in a future update because there's a lot more to it than just, oh, I'll just cover it up. So we'll kind of have to see how that plays out. But definitely, I mean, they're listening. People are leaving good feedback. And bit by bit, it's being implemented where it can be. So let me see. What else did they do? Um, I have a question for you, Nate. So yes. I actually have two questions for you. One being, do you think this is a good opportunity or a good time to jump into Thea 2 if I hadn't yet already done that? Hmm. Well, here's the thing. I think it's always a good time to jump into Thea 2. <laughs> Because it is a fantastic game, but as they're continuing to further balance the game, I think it is right now is 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 a better time to jump in than a week ago if you're a new player because the game is getting more even-handed and you're less likely to be wiped out early on when you're you haven't developed your deities or you haven't opened them up with very you know god points which are earned through playthroughs and successful actions or failed ones. So, yeah, so it's getting better. Like, the skills are being balanced out better. I mean, there's still a lot of unevenness, which is I love because I, I hate playing. A perfectly balanced game is not fun, you know, because a perfectly balanced game looks identical to the next perfectly balanced game and so on and so forth. So there have to be imbalances. But I think for new players right now, it's a better time than it's ever been. Um, but there's still a pretty big threshold that needs to be surpassed in order for new players to get it and that can be easily achieved if a new player will talk to somebody who is a veteran player because they can quickly catch the new player up and then you know oh wow look at this oh wow look at that you know then the magic is there versus why am i losing what the hell why is everybody dying what does this mean what does that mean so that's that's another thing they need to work on they need to keep refining the how information is conveyed they're 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 doing it it's getting better but it's not quite there yet but if you like thea one you will most likely like thea two if you hated thea one you might like thea two if you don't like hard combat type games um i don't know if this is the game for you so i definitely well, I definitely did card combat, so I, and I liked the combat from the first one. I know it's drastically different, so I should give it a shot. Do you think yeah, the very. Pangea map would make it easier for newcomers, or do you think it's a more difficult map? Ooh, so, I, I mean, let me ask you this. Do you want me to talk about it here or talk about it games we're playing? Because I actually got some seat time with it today. So I, I could answer your question, but I have a feeling I would be kind of stepping into that other territory. All right, so then answer it later so we can talk more okay. about it later. So then my second question is that do you I'm curious to know if you know if Muha is is has been have they been open about sales for Thea 2? Is it done well? Uh it's I I don't know. I I don't know what I can or cannot say, but I will say, tell you this, it has not sold as well as Thea 1, but that probably has to do with the fact that discoverability on Steam right now is atrocious and with more and more and more games dropping like every single day, people are just not able to keep up. But it's not a fail, and it is selling. It's just not selling the way Thea 1 did. I think Thea 1 hit just at the right time, and now there's just so many different games out there. There's so many like card combat type of games and just 
you know, they, they're, they're almost one of the first games that broke that door down. And now, unfortunately, they cannot benefit from that as much because they broke the door down and everybody's copying the mechanic. Yeah. And I'd imagine, well, you know, honestly, that's a bit surprising for me because I felt like there would be a lot of carryover from three, Thea 1 to Thea 2 as far as like fan base and buyer base. So I'm surprised to hear that it's not selling as well. I'm, I mean, I'm looking, just looking at my friends list on Steam to see how many people own Thea 1 versus Thea 2. I'd say it's about a third of the people that own Thea 1 that have Thea 2. Yeah, and I'd just, imagine just that, that way. Yeah, the, the, the item, I mean, just off the top of my head, I feel like my gut saying that it's because there's just so many damn games right now, right? There, I mean, it's not even yes. just 4X games. There's just so many games everywhere. So it's, oh, yes. it's oh, hard yes. for me to like pay money for games that I'm not even sure I'm going to be able to get into yet when I've got 14 in my backlog and 15 that are like in my sort of backlog. Yeah, well, I think, I mean, that's what I was alluding to. I can't speak for every player, for every person, but I too have quite a few games in my backlog. But I mean, the way I combat it is by not buying more games. Yeah, no, that's where I need to go. I need to stop buying (laughs) new games. I just stopped buying games and I do, unless it's a game that I must have, that I know I will play at some point or I really love the studio and, you know, I want to give them their patronage to support them so they can keep producing games. And there's that, that list of studios with every month is getting reduced because like all the drama out there and all the publishers doing all kinds of stuff. It's just, it's down to only a few publishers and even, and just as, just as few studios. So yeah. You know, but again, I speak for myself. I'm not speaking for Explominate or for anybody else. It's just my personal take on it is uh, if you piss me off, do not ever imagine you will get my business again. <laughs> I'm fickle, but I'm not an idiot. And I don't forget. And I certainly don't forgive. So, you know, and I spe- again, I'm speaking as a player. Uh, completely understandable. I mean, like, especially since there are, there's just a glut of games. Like, if you're not going to do what I want or you do something stupid and you piss me off, there's no reason for me to ever, like, you're right. Like, there's no reason for me to come back. I should just move on. There's so many other games that I can play and spend my time with. So tell me about Warhammer 40K Gladius. That's update, sir. Absolutely. So this past week, they had update version 1.3.8, and it is a small update. Uh, mostly bug, f- I mean, it's mostly bug fixing and a little bit, uh, mo- more mod support. And, um, one of the things that they did is that, and this is an update is that they are w- continuing to work on the AI and more specifically on how the AI handles the economy. I think that's one of the biggest issues right now in Gladius is it's very uneven now, I haven't played it recently. I've honestly not played much of anything, and Thea 2 was the only game that I've played to any extent in the past couple of months. So I can't really speak as to the state of the economy currently in the game, but in previous games, that was usually the biggest hurdle for the AI players, how to get their economy going, and they've been tweaking it, continuing to tweak it. So that's one. And another thing is if... Um, Within uh, Gladius, you could use certain vehicles to transport troops, be it flying vehicles or ground vehicles. And anything in the vehicle, you couldn't really tell the different units apart unless you offloaded them, if they disembarked. So now that now they added 
a health bar and a morale bar so you can see what's going on inside the vehicle. Now, again, I haven't played in a while, so I couldn't really tell you to what end. Usually in my game, it was all suicidal missions. Nobody ever survived an encounter. Either you <laughs> wipe them out or you get wiped out. The AI certainly didn't give you a chance to escape, you know? Right. So I, I made sure to return the favor. Yeah, anytime but, I see uh, a major refactoring in AI, it just sounds awesome. I mean, I, hell, the word refactoring sounds amazing. <laughs> I think I should use it more often. <laughs> but when it, patch notes include... Just to make sure you use it correctly. Yeah, right. So I want to just say, like, yeah, did you refactor that today? No, I'm, I, I love that word. But anyways, <laughs> digressions aside, the the anytime I see a changelog that has anything to do with like major overhauls to AI, I get excited because I think that's, you know, I mean, clearly 4X is just, it's such a difficult genre to make a good AI for. So, you know, it's, it's good stuff. So I, I yeah, hope that they I mean, come in with more, I'm hoping they come out with more factions. Oh, they will. They will. There's still a few major factions left. The Tau so, being the big one, right? The, the Tau, the Eldar. Oh, yeah, the Eldar, I forgot, yeah. That, that's pretty big. You know, and you have so many different opportunities there. You could, like, right now you have Chaos Undivided, but you could do other Chaos stuff. Yeah, there's, I mean, it's ripe for the taking. Hopefully they'll do more, because I've really, I've enjoyed Gladius every time I've played it. Well, there, there you go. There, there it is. There. So what else you got for us? Your well, turn. we've got an update to Astro Exodus, which was just another Dev Diary they're pretty short, but I like them because they're focused on particular aspects of the game, just like normal dev diaries. But this mm -hmm. one talks about the aesthetic choice, which I think makes a lot of sense once I've read it. So it basically is talking about how, and initially when they were talking about first things with the uh, the initial dev diary was that this game takes a lot of cues from 90s Forex games, which mm. if you've just recently read our exposition by our very own Troy, he goes over the golden age of Forex. and Well, the potential. Was it really a golden age? That was the whole point of the article. It's a pretty good piece. It's a very good piece. Fantastic piece, really. And he outlines all of the Forex games that came out in the 90s. And Jesus, like you just, you read through them and you're like, wow, like I cannot believe all those games came out in the 90s because they were some of the best games I've ever played. And mm. they all came out that year or that decade. And so what they're saying here is that in reverence of that, they have chosen this aesthetic, which is bright, color, colorful designs. You know, the characters kind of have like a 90s cartoonish look to them. There's a lot of color, a lot of pop in this game. And I think that's great because it does set itself apart. There's so many Forex games, especially Space Forex games, that choose like, you know, tried aesthetics. And, you know, not every game needs to be a dark black space with, you know, a couple bright spots and... You know, not every game needs to be blue, 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 mm -hmm. like right. stars and shadows. So <laughs> this one has a variety of colors that I think really just it stands out and it's really pretty. Um, and then they talk a little bit about some of the characters and some of the factions and, you know, how it kind of fits the whole Star Trek like idea. Well, and, a lot. my favorite are the shark sources. Yeah, <laughs> I think those are great. Some of the, the faction design is really cool. So the one that I also like are the, I think they're Guardians of the Sea or something like that. And they're basically tree people, which of course, you know, floats my boat. So, <laughs> right. but yeah, it's going over just the giant general aesthetic of the game and some of the music stuff. And it's just basically reminding you that this game is an homage to 90s Forex and it takes a lot of cues from it. So 
it's exciting. I, I think the, the Let's Explore that I showed off may help, help people understand the direction the game's going and, you know, why you might be kind of excited about it. And we're going to be able to do more videos in the future. So definitely stay nice. tuned to that. Nice. What else you got? Well, I also have a update or an update for Total War 3K, Three Kingdoms. And it has moved into basically a beta for version 1.3, which is gigantic. I couldn't even, I, if I wanted to, for this next 45 minutes, talk about all of the change lists, <laughs> I would not finish it. So mm. it is huge. And they've even had some updates since the very first version of 1.3 beta. Mm -hmm. uh, there's been some additional characters added. There's a lot of balance changes. A lot of great things from what I understand. I've been reading some of the forum posts and stuff, and people are really appreciating what the the changes are doing. So if you're into that game, which I had a very good long run, I put like 60 hours into it. I loved it. I probably will go back to it because it's easily the best Total War game that I've played. I know I haven't played Warhammer, and we've talked about this. Yeah, you need to, you need to check those out. Though, I mean, I'm guilty of the same. I haven't played. I own both of them and almost all the con all the content for the first one I have and almost have all the content for the second one. Yeah, so you're probably even yeah. more guilty than I am. I don't even know. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying to lay blame at your feet. It's just <laughs> to say that it's the best Total War game without having played at least a few of the recent iterations. It's kind of like eh. well, I, I haven't played the Warhammer iterations, but I have played just about every other one. So I played Rome two. I okay. played. I didn't play Britannia, but I did play Rome 2, Shogun 2. Nobody played Britannia, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, I played um, Attila, all those games, and I liked a lot of them. I just think that Three Kingdoms is by far and away the best. So, Well, you know, it's the newest. They have the most uh, polished content. They've really been trying to make it special because it's they're hoping it hits big in China. Yeah, so. and they were kind of, I mean, I think for the most part, there was a lot of letdown and a lot of disappointment out of creative assembly recently so mm. i think they had to nail this one and i think they did so they're really working hard on making version 1.3 the best version and it sounds like it is so if you want to check that out and let us know that'd be great nice. and then also i've got fantasy general it just came out fantasy general 2 i should say sorry just came out mm -hmm. with their second patch um it made the, the most important part of it was that it made adjustments to the game's difficulty which I'm so happy for because yeah, it's, just, just, it's a hard game. I know. And I thought it was awful. Like, I just thought maybe I would suck these games. But then when they made it so that basically easy is now normal and normal is, wait, no, let's try this. So normal is now what we used to be easy and easy now is like a very, a very easy new uh, difficulty setting. Um, and then what I guess used to be what normal is now hard. <laughs> so, it's, okay, I, you just confused oh, me. I'm, I'm confused myself. So whatever. I, I think they you need stuff. to just come out right now <laughs> and openly say you're a filthy casual when it comes to this. I just, am just admit a filthy it. casual. I, there's no doubt about it. There's no okay. doubt about. It. I'm a filthy casual. I love right. all things strategy and forex, but I am awfully casual about it. So that's what happens okay. when you've got right. everything going but well as long as you're willing to make that admission i'm okay with it i'm gonna let it slide this time yeah we had a review in the works for it but unfortunately the person that was working on it for me uh had some personal problems personal issues come up and i don't foresee that happening anytime soon so oh yeah i know well, how that goes <laughs> yeah, so we actually were lucky enough to get slytherine slytherine offered up another code so i got somebody who is 
dedicated to getting us a full review done in the next couple of weeks. So that should be something you can look forward to. Nice. Very good, right? So there's another game that we don't talk about here, which is crazy because it's actually coming out this month, supposedly, which is Arkham Games AI War 2. Yeah, I don't know if it's coming this month. I don't know either. I know that they're in version 0.896, which at this point is pretty wild. Uh, I didn't realize that even... I haven't I haven't checked in with it. I did kickstart it because I think the idea of an AI War 2 sounds fantastic, mm-hmm. but... I probably checked in like three or four times and each time I was like, oh, nope. So it might be time to go back and see where they've gone. So they are at point eight nine six, which I guess the last one, the last update this was probably point eight nine five. It was, but this one now, I guess they're just coming in in incremental steps now, but it's laying groundwork for stuff that's coming soon, big stuff that's coming soon to kind of finish off mm. the the game in hopes of an October release date. So... It's still saying here in this this uh, event announcement here that they really do plan on an October release date, and that's as as of as of October third. So I imagine that's where they're headed. And if they don't make October, then it would probably be November. I, I wish them well, but these types of games, I just my take on it is like, look, you you guys are not a giant publisher. You guys are not releasing it at one point or another at a particular spot probably will not make a huge difference for sales. So make sure when you release it, it is solid because if it's not, you're going to get crucified over by it. And if it is, then people will be like, oh, this is great. You know, and maybe a few people will even tell their friends. So just make sure that once the game drops, you know, it is it is good. You don't want to mess up on this. No, and I know that Arkane Games has had some financial issues. Exactly. So I just, I want them... Ongoing issues. Yeah, no, I know they're ongoing. And I know it's because they are independent and they live or die by their ability to sell their games. And unfortunately, I know a few of them have been completely chucked out. And there was a point there where they were almost, they were almost about to go under. So... Yep. uh, I do know that their Steam rating is pretty high. So that's a good thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I imagine that a lot of people that have bought in are enjoying the game so far. So that's also a good thing. Yep. And if you're one of those people, please let us know. Yeah, we'd love to hear more about it. In fact, it'll be something that I've, <laughs> I'll add to my list. I'll jump in at some point. Who knows? How long is your list now? It's super long, Nate. I can't even don't, tell you how long it don't, is. Dude, you're getting crazy. You're going to burn out, man. You got to slow down. No, man. I can go. Like I, I, know, I, know you, I know you want to cover it all and want to do it all but you got to slow down man i was in your i was in your shoes for a while there and i was just like oh my god what did i do so i'm an energizer so, bunny nate yeah right and it's like go oh, boom and then just kill over man <laughs> yeah watch uh, out i'll be like the bunny that the uh, the energizer bunny always goes up against and just fall over and <laughs> beat my drum that's right you never man, i missed again. i missed those commercials this is when they were funny what the hell? The crap that we are, you know, facing these days, we're exposed to now makes. Ugh, ugh. Hey, you want? Anyway, so yeah, so talk to me about trial by trial by fire, which is what you wrote, but it's actually trial of fire, trials of fire. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> tell me about trials of fire, and then I'll tell you a little bit about what I did with it. Absolutely. So that is our game for the what is game of this week, and. I, I saw a couple of little things about it and I was kind of, it was, it looked interesting. So it's basically 
a mixture of a card game with a tabletop. So the card game is okay. So let me get this straight. So the gate, so the card battles are turn based, but the stuff that's happening on the game board is real time or is it all turn based? It's turn based, but it works in a way that's sort of real time because, like, as you explore the tabletop environment, you know, as mm-hmm. you click on to wherever your destination is, those turns go just like they would in real time. So it's almost like it's a, it's it's we very go. much real it's time. It's a we go system. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, but it does it it does function almost like it does in real time as you go through the. But yeah, you're basically exploring like a a tabletop world mm-hmm. and then you end up going through like instances of narrative choices where you have to make decisions mm. and then occasionally, well, actually not occasionally, a lot of the time you end up in battle. And those so, battles... I mean, so essentially this is a, like, it's a narrative game. It's kind of like Thea, kind of like uh six ages or kind of King of Dragon Pass type of game where encounters you have, you know, you have like a script where you go through and then as a resolution, in most cases, which is combat, it happens on a board and your resolution is done through card combat. But exactly. you can equip your heroes and things like that based on the stuff that you discover or... Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's very stylized. It's It's like, you know, you're opening up a book and it's like a choose-your-own-adventure type of thing. But this also kind of reminds me a little bit of Armello because each round you get, you know, you have a certain amount of cards you can use and whether you use them or not, you, if you, for example, put them back into the deck, you get bonuses to defense, right? Or armor. Yeah, it's actually functions a lot like that. So hmm. if it's something that sounds interesting to you, I did a, the less explored article on it this past week. And I also did mm. a... 40 minute let's play video of it so check it out it's a lot of fun i think it's a great game it's already very well done in early access i still think they're three or four months away from exiting in early access so i i, I would highly recommend it even now and it's yeah. not even done yet so yeah. definitely and watching watching your playthrough it was brutal it, no it's it, it's a brutal it's no 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 i mean your playthrough your play style Oh well, yeah, of course. I'm, just, you, I'm you made some mistakes. I was like, "Don't do, ah, oh, man." Yeah, it's difficult to talk and play games for sure. <laughs> Which is why I don't do it. Yeah, but it, 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 it's meant to be a difficult game because there's like you have soul levels, mm-hmm. and you know yeah. you're not meant to make it through the first time or the third time or even probably the tenth it's, time. It's like yeah, you see, it's like each time you play, you upgrade. The potential, you know, the way you upgrade your deities, or at least in Thea One, Thea Two, you don't upgrade them. You open up different things that you can pick. So that's kind of how this is. So, like, that was kind of the point I made is when Thea One came out, very little competition. Nowadays, there's a lot of competition out there. So, yeah, this being one of them, and it's really neat. It's a neat game. It is a neat game. I definitely recommend checking it out. So, Nate, I know you have something you want to rant about. So, all right, I'm going to give all our listeners a warning. This is a rant about a movie, but it's it's a very short rant about the movie itself. This is a lead into a bigger point, and I will not spoil it for anybody or by giving away any things. I will just say this. I went and I saw Ad Astra with my wife. It is a science fiction movie. 
about space exploration or space something or other. With Brad Pitt. With Brad Pitt, with Tommy Lee Jones, there are other great actors and actresses in there. So, I mean, this is this is what I can say. The acting is great. The special effects, the cinematography, it's all it's all interesting. Other elements, I will just leave it alone. I will say nothing more than that. Um, my issue is the way this movie was promoted versus what it delivered. At least for me, maybe somebody else watching is going to be like, "Man, they just they promised and they delivered on it." Can Not I, to me. Can I interject this, something just real quick? Yes. What surprised me when you told me about this because I was I was surprised to hear your feelings on it. I went and checked the Rotten Tomatoes score versus yes. the IMDb uh, audience score. Yes, and they're very different. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So that was like a really big eye opener for me. So I was like, "Wow, I thought this this movie because I heard all the critical thoughts." Yes, but yeah, please continue. So yeah, that's I was going to bring that up. So you know how I'll, I'll give an example, a real quick example. You know how when we do videos or articles, we always try to be open about how we acquired the key for the game, right? Hey, we got a key. Not as a promotion to give the game a good score, but here's a key. Check it out. Let people know what you think. And that's usually publishers or developers or studios feeling good about their game. And they're like, you know, we know your style. We know how you do things. We're okay with it. We got thick skin. Give it to us. You know, get the word out. Get more people looking, right? And we try to be as honest as we can be. If the game is complete and utter garbage, we don't say, oh, the game is great. Go check it out. We're like, yeah, it wasn't good. But we don't. We try not to be disrespectful. We try not to be, you know, rough about it. We, we try to use baby gloves where we can. But we don't pretend that it was amazing. We, we do say what's there, right? Well, this movie... Like a bunch of people that I follow, for example, on YouTube, like movie reviewers or wherever, you know, some online sites or anything like that. What I'm reading about this movie and what I saw just either like, like I I went totally dumb or something like that, or I don't know. I, I don't see what they're talking about, you know, like false advertising. Like it, that's what it is. And it makes me wonder, like, how many of them were bought and paid for? And normally I don't do stuff like this. Like I normally don't, don't entertain that thought that like a movie reviewer is going to say something and, oh, they gave a positive view because they got a whole bunch of money behind the scenes. But like what I like every person I know that watched the movie came back with a similar impression, the movie theater that I went to, like all the people that came out, we're all looking at each other and there were different people, different ethnicities, different ages, men, women, some kids, some older folks. And we're all looking at each other and we're like, what the hell do we just watch? You know, nobody's like, man, this was amazing. Wow. I, I feel good about this. Everybody's looking at each other, like shrugging our shoulders. Like, can I have my two hours back? Where do I go for a refund? And, I spoke to a few friends to watch the movie. And they're like, oh, why didn't you tell us you're going to watch the movie? We could have just saved you all that time and money. And then I got home and it was late. It was like 1230. And I jumped online and I looked up a few of the people that are following YouTube to see what they saw. No, everyone we're talking about. It. And I'm like, what the hell? Did you like watch the same movie I watched? 
So I immediately unsubscribed from all of them. I will <laughs> never watch any of their reviews again. I do not trust them. And then it makes me wonder, like, when we talk about stuff, you know, when we review a game and then people come at us and they're like, what? What the hell game are you playing? What I played was crap. What you're telling me is, like, we get that for stuff like Endless Legend. We get that stuff like that for Gal Civ, and we get stuff like that for sometimes for Stellaris or for Civ or for any, you know, any other game. And people are like, I don't understand. Do we play the same game? And it makes me wonder what's going on, you know? Like, like on the one hand, I feel good that we disclose that, hey, this is how we got the key and that's what it's about. But on the other hand, now that the shoe's on the other foot, I'm wondering if I'm going to unsubscribe to Explorminate because Explorminate is full of lies. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I I get what you're saying. That's all I can say. Yeah, no, like we don't do stuff like that. We we try to be like we try to be honest. We we try to be critical, but at the same time, we're looking to see if we're having fun. But I can't think of any game that we've played that was just a complete dumpster fire. We were pretending that it was anything but a dumpster fire. Maybe we didn't call it a dumpster fire and we just said it needed work. But when somebody said, Hey, what do you think privately? Is it a good game? We're like, No, man, just save your money. Yeah, I mean, I think we've always been diplomatic about it, but I don't think that there's ever been a time where I think that we have said something was good and it wasn't good at all. And even a few of the games, I can, you know, list a few games off the top of my head that were very controversial like the way we rated them. But even in that case, if you if you read what was written or speak to the author or listen to the Audible extension or check out to see what kind of exchanges we had in the forums, we didn't have, at the time, we didn't have, uh, we weren't using Discord or anything like that, you know. But we had conversations back and forth in the comments for the articles or in the forums or whatnot. And even there, we could always explain why we rated something the way we did but like watching like this movie in particular so here's the thing and there's an so this movie for me not for anybody else but for me this is the second worst worst space movie i have ever watched and man i've watched some utter garbage like just just real dumpster fires and even they were better than this and why were they better than this is it because this movie was so bad i don't know i don't think so i think it's like it was in my head it was hyped up so much that when i actually saw it i was like wtf are you kidding me you know that's the best i can say without saying any spoilers there's been a lot of movies like that for me most recently yes I remember watching Jordan Peele's Us, which Get oh Out, man, Get Out was a great movie. I think that it really Get Out was awesome, and Us just I, I, there was still so much critical acclaim that I was like, oh, it had to he he must have struck again. And I watched Us, and maybe I'm just not seeing something. Maybe I wasn't the target audience, but I was just like, what the no, hell? I mean, it had a nice little twist to it. It did, you're right, yes. And and it had stuff to it. It was nowhere nearly as good as Get Out. But it was not a bad movie. I, I didn't hate it. For me, I walked away thinking, like, what was the big fuss about? And Yeah, so exactly. I, I it wasn't amazing. It wasn't right. amazing. Whereas at Astra, I didn't walk away thinking what the big fuss was about. I walked away thinking, what the hell? What the <laughs> hell? How, how did this movie make it into a movie theater? This movie shouldn't, like, 
should be like one of those movies that Netflix has for like 14 minutes before it oh changes God. mind and goes, <laughs> nah, just kidding. Here, send oh, it dude. to Amazon Prime. You know, just, just like this movie isn't even a made for DVD movie. It has super high quality. Like the like the the visuals are amazing, the production, but like the logic behind it is just like what? Yeah. It's one of those. It's like yeah, and there's so much world building that could have happened that didn't happen, and so many things that should have happened that didn't happen, and there's maybe an assumption that we either know all of this somehow already, or we just kind of give them a pass on it, but even doing all of that, still, the movie, like, does not make sense. There's, like, yeah. Have you ever watched the movie where it's, like, you walk in with, like, five minutes left and you have no idea what's going on? And yeah. when the movie ends, you walk away and you're like, you still have no idea what's going on? Yeah. Well, I just, that's how this movie was. Only I sat there from <laughs> beginning to end for two hours. And I was like, seriously? Seriously? What? Why? Yeah, I, th I think you made your point. So that's kind of like that. That happens with games quite often too. You know, like you have a game that starts out a certain way and before long it kind of loses focus and you're like, what is happening here? Yeah, why? There's a why lot did of I just spend all this time? Like, uh, there's this, uh, there are a lot of games out there, like more mainstream games, clearly than than Forex, but they like they've gained basically like across the board critical acclaim, and I play them. And it's like uh, I don't know, <laughs> right? Yeah, th yeah, yeah. That's why I don't the I don't trust most news sites. That's why when like people like start quoting stuff like PC Gamer or IGN, I just laugh. I'm like, okay, man. IGN gave this a 9.5. Okay, it's a two. Oh man, Explominate gave this a recommend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. That's, that's an avoid. <laughs> They're lying. They're bought and paid for. They're all driving their Lambos and Ferraris. Well, they're, they're all, you know. That's why I think what we've done too to uh, start adding our our personal favorites to our curator page is a good oh, yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can get a feel for how we are. So, like, let's say you hated Endless Legend. Mm -hmm. If I start telling you that a game is fantastic and you know that I loved Endless Legend, you might be like, eh, Rob's <laughs> opinion kind of blows because he he loved Endless Legend and I hated it. Or, you know, maybe I my thoughts line up with yours really well. So right, you might read right. my reviews and be like, oh, cool. I, if Rob likes it, then I might like it. Exactly. That's. I mean, we have multiple layers of that. We have it on our curator page. We have it, uh, well... We have it on um, well, well, in the review itself. So, like, it, you right. might like this game if yeah. So that's why we have uh, all these different subsections in the review because maybe somebody doesn't want to sit there and read the whole thing and they just want to kind of glance through it and just give me the bullet points and there are some bullet points. Ah, okay, those are good. Well, maybe I'll read a paragraph. Well, there's one paragraph that sums it up. Ooh, okay. Well, that looks interesting. Let me get a little bit more info. So we do it. We layer it like an onion. Only we do it like start from the onion on the out, on the inside and work your way out. If you you know if you start from the back of the review and kind of work your way back, then you get all the info. And and that's the thing. It's like I wish more people could do that for for other forms of media without spoiling anything. And I think that's I think that's the hard part. So in, like in our genre. Here, let me spoil a 4X game for you. You conquer the world. <laughs> oh, man, damn it. I'm not going to play this anymore. You escaped yeah. the planet. Crap. 
That's you it. Might, you spoiled everything, you know? Yeah. You might like add Astra if you like shitty movies. Mm, that that, no, might, that no, might have no. changed it for you. <laughs> you, no. you might like add Astra if you like watching movies where you have no idea what's going on. I've I've watched plenty of movies when I have no idea what's <laughs> sometimes I leave the I leave the end of it and I still you know what? You might like add Astra if you can fast forward through how long is the movie? Two hours and three minutes? <laughs> through two hours and eight minutes, you might love it. Oh jeez! I was seriously waiting in the back. I'm like, are there like something gonna happen after the credits? They're looking at me like this isn't a Marvel movie. I'm like, I know, but nothing happened during the movie. I'm hoping something happens. I'm sorry to hear yeah. that, man. <laughs> it's okay. Have you been it's been bugging any, me. Playing any games to offset that? Yes, I've been playing Thea too, where stuff happens that makes sense. All right, so now tell me. Way. Come back. Come yes. back to what you were gonna say. So tell me about Pangea Maps. Okay, so. One of the, so like in my current game, the first of all, I love the map generation. So prior to the Pangea map, they had really cool ways of generating islands. So you never really saw the same configuration for an island, where the resources would be, where the spawns are for enemies or neutrals or, you know, the, the villages or towns or settlements you're looking for. But with the Pangea map, they mix things up a lot so first of all it looks really cool and you have like the different zones so you're mad like you're no longer looking at an island that's a continent and i always plan the biggest possible maps and it feels epic like it's going to take you some work to cross it and there are there are parts that are really dangerous where you have like these nasty demon spawns next to you know maybe um like light bringers or something like that, like a bunch of really nasty spawns next to each other. And you're like, okay, I'm not going anywhere near that. The What I would like is for a proper fog of war so you wouldn't know that it's there until you're on top of it. Whereas now, once you start clearing it, you know where everything is. So, you know, there's still a few things they can do. But yeah, like the Pangea map is really nice. The resources break down. They, you know, one thing I didn't mention, and I, I saw it in passing and I haven't tested it yet, but one of the like the events that really really irritated me are your village being raided by bandits there's two different events to do that you know in the early game that's a real issue you're underpowered you're undermanned understaffed whatever you want to call it so you really have to worry about it. but in the end game after you've been conquering thea and defeating all these giant roaming monsters and everything i would imagine that your legend would spread and people would be like oh it's those ones avoid them so what kind of lunatic bandits or thieves are going to try to raid your village that like the monsters dragons are being wiped out just for like farting within 30 tiles of you they'll get wiped out but these guys are somehow attacking you and just, you know, robbing you blind. Come on, you you know, it happens once. It happens twice. It can't happen every other turn, right? <laughs> so supposedly they're fixing that. They're putting in a fix so, you know, it won't happen every other turn. So I'm very, I haven't settled yet in my current game, but I plan to. And I'm hoping to see how that works out. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's what's cool about Thea too. You don't have to do a settlement. You can just have like a roaming war band, just, you know, like scavenger, like a locust, just wiping the land of all life. If you want, you know, like tyrannids cross, you know, carpet of doom or something like that. So, yeah, it's cool. I like it. I'm excited. What about yeah. you? Have you? That's all I played. Have you been playing anything? I've been playing a lot because oh. I have kind of been 
putting my feelers out there for games that I mm-hmm. can feature in our less explored stuff. So I, I, I've actually touched base with quite a few developers that I think are lesser known and have gotten keys of games that I wasn't expecting to. I was just sort of mm. prodding them a bit and being like, hey, this is a game that I think could I, I could feature on Explorinate. And next thing I know, I'm getting keys. And, and I started playing a lot of these games. And there are all just a shit ton of really good games out there right now. And nice. I'm really excited to feature them in this this ongoing series that we were doing. Mm-hmm. I really honestly think this is something we could do every week because it's fun to do. I'm really having a fun time. On YouTube. Yeah, well, the the, the article series too. So, mm. you know, being able to kind of give you a quick little synopsis of what the game's about and then doing a quick Let's Play and showing you, you what the game's like. So here's a question for you. So this is something I did last year, which was for the What Is Games. And then at the end of the year, I compiled the list with links to all the games. Are you going to do something similar? For the less explored, so people that can just go back and here's a link to all the stuff. That's a great idea. I'd love to do that. Yeah. Yeah, you should, totally should. I'm not trying to create more work for you, but you know, no, anytime but, no. you have like one spot with all this stuff, you know. Well, and even better, we could do a playlist specifically for less less explored games Ooh, on the YouTube channel. Yeah. So. And then maybe do something on the curator also. Yeah, absolutely. Like I think ex- we could just bring it all together as one giant cool feature. Speaking of curator, you know, we're almost at 7,000 uh, followers, I think. Yeah, that's crazy, right? And then we're just shy of 4,000 subscribers on YouTube. So a lot nice. of good stuff, really good stuff headed this way. So yep. yeah, so I've been doing that. I've been playing a bunch of that. And then I've also I've lined up a few more uh, interviews, including I think I've talked about the Fantastic Heroes or I'm sorry, Fantastical Creatures one mm-hmm. um that one uh there's gonna be a q a by the time you re- hear this there'll be a q a on the site and i have a little short let's play of that too just to kind of highlight that game oh, okay cool cool and there's yeah i've been playing a lot of games it's been a lot of fun in fact i think i've had the most fun playing this playing games this week than i have in a long time i just been firing up all these games i'm like i wonder what this game's like i wonder what this game's like and then i'm like holy crap this game is amazing yeah and i can't do that, that a lot I can't yeah, do that. I, I for for one reason that I can't do that is that two reasons. A, I don't have the time, but B, I hate, I utterly hate how Steam handles games, like how the library handles games. I wish I had I know they're working on it, so I'm keeping my fingers crossed. But one of the things that I really despise is when you have a game and then Steam breaks it down into like all the expansions like they do for example for the dawn of war games and stuff like that you know and i just want to have it for like everything linked together i don't care to see all that uh, extra stuff and because of that like when i look at my steam library and i see 150 games i already start tripping you know and i don't want to see 200 or 300 and i don't want to delete games because that's a massive headache so that alone is enough for me not to like go crazy yeah, I feel like you would be really... Actually, you probably know how many games, because I think you can see my profile, but... Yeah, you got a lot of games, man. Do I know people that have way more than you? Oh, no, I know. I met somebody who... Somebody friended me out of, out of the blue, and I know that they're probably an Explorinate member, but... And I don't want to call anybody out, but they have, like, 1,100 games, and that just makes oh, me dude. want to vomit. Dude, I know somebody who's got more than 6,000. Oh, my... Yeah, see, that would and just they have, mess my... No, but they've up. played. You know, it's one thing when you have, like... 
you know, 50 games and you play everyone. It's another thing for me. I've played literally half my games I've played. The other half, I'm like, I'll play one of these. The person with 6,000 plus games, they've played probably 80% of their games. And they have more than like two minutes in the game. So it's like kudos to them. But how the hell do they have that much time? I don't know. I feel nauseous thinking about it. <laughs> like you're not going to sleep tonight, are you? Yeah, no, I'm not. It's going to be a long night. I'm going to be like, oh, how does people, how do people go, do go that? Go watch Ad Astra and then we can talk about that. <laughs> yeah, that'll put me to sleep. <laughs> awesome. So, well, you know what? We made a good, we made a good episode out of very little news, I think. We tried at least. Yeah, we did. So we'll take a moment to thank all of our patrons because you guys are awesome. And everybody who really just comes to the site, you guys are also awesome. And people that subscribe Discord. to YouTube. Yeah, mm-hmm. the people on Discord. All these people. Everybody who's supporting us through various means. We appreciate you. We wouldn't be here without you. And we want to make sure you guys know that every single week. This will be an opportunity for me to tell you that this month's Exemplary Fans giveaway, which is available to all those who support us through Patreon, mm-hmm. is going to be for Trials of Fire. Because I actually mm-hmm. put up a poll through our Discord to see what game people were interested in winning this week this month i keep saying this week Mm. this month and it was trials of fire so we're going to hold a giveaway for the patrons in our group and then maybe even for the entire group in general so if you are hearing this go on down to the discord and maybe you have a giveaway chance so we're going to give trials of fire away because i think it's a great game and a lot of people are interested in it i'm interested i i'll keep watching the place yeah maybe you should enter the enter the giveaway now i'll just go buy myself a key (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to take somebody else's key. That's not, thankfully, I don't have to worry about that type of stuff. It's just my biggest issue is time, not money. I get it. So, you know? yeah, that'll be the giveaway for October. So come on down and enter. Um, but yeah, thanks again to everybody who's done everything for us. And thanks again for everybody who supports us. This was Robin 8 for Explominate. We will talk to you guys next week. See ya. Bye.